It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, back in the saddle again. Out where a friend is a friend. Welcome back to Hats Off, Gloves Off. Mitchell Phillips, Spencer Callender. We're in the building. We got Barbara. We got Dave. We got Garrett. We got Paul, the disciple, soon to be Saul. Uh, uh, we're happy to just bring justice back to the world once again. Welcome on a beautiful uh, post-holiday. Hope everybody enjoyed America's birthday. I had a good time. Um, Dude, I packed way too much, almost too much uh, freedom into one weekend. Almost. I had chicken fried steak twice this week. Dang, that's pretty hard. Yeah. Both times I was sitting next to Roach and Kim. <laughs> I was with you for one of them. Yeah, good time. I'm, yeah, yeah, I I'm packed hungover. a lot in. I did a Palm Springs vacation to an East L.A. show, do a firework explosion. You're like Bob Barker in the to 50s. An, to another <laughs> firework explosion. Uh, then to Bob's Big Boy with like a bunch of people. Dude, that was a, a great... Bob's Big Boy... That was the most action-packed Fourth uh, of July weekend I've ever had. I've had ones where I've gotten crazier, you know, yeah. and done way wilder shit. But as far as cramming in a lot of activities from Friday to Sunday, yeah, I had a great time, dude. Whew. This uh, one was great. This one just tasted sweeter because we were, you know, because of COVID last year. Yeah. Last one was weak. Yeah, last one was weak. Um Also, like, fireworks are much better when you take part of them because in my neighborhood, fireworks are just a part of my life. Just... <laughs> Every like two or three nights, there's just fireworks. I'm like, we just hanging on to these and just spreading them throughout the entire year. Seems to be the way. But uh, it's it's fun when you get to light them for a change. I'm like, yeah, that's I get it. Go ahead and it just disturb my sleep for the rest of the year because that was fun. This was cool too because uh, it was a collaborative effort. So everyone showed up to one location. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just freely lit them off. I'm used to lighting them off and running away. You yeah. know. That's how I did it when I was younger. Uh, so it was cool to just have a place to chill, light it off, eat some brats. We had some cool shit, too. Stuff from New Mexico and what, Virginia? Rick stuff? Yeah, where was that coming from? I don't know. He, he he got into the underworld. I don't want to put him on blast. But... No, his name's <clears throat> not even Rick. That's his pseudonym. That's how uh, yeah, That's he, how deep he went. His nom de plure, if you will. Yeah, I think he was like bouncing around like garages and... Fucking old warehouses from here to, you know, the edge of the South Bay. He traveled the whole seven seas of Los Angeles. And- he did it, man, too, because he's been talking about it for a while. And <laughs> what was mind-blowing is I'm thinking, oh, I can get you fireworks, no problem. So I start sniffing around. Yeah. Obviously, I got all the cooks um, in my at my work. Yeah. But even before I got to one, this dude, uh, Enrique, comes to me for fireworks. So I don't know what's going on in the Latino community right now. If COVID clearly affected the the stream, but if uh, the illegal immigrants are asking me to get fireworks for them, the system is very much out of whack. Well, so that's the problem. And I would like to restore balance because I always got fireworks from either Chinese illegal immigrants or I would just go to Mexico. Those are my sources. My theory is that— When I was a kid, at least. So everybody re-ups when fireworks come to town, the 4th of July, right? And then you save, like, some good ones for New Year's or whatever. It depends how drunk you get. But the Lakers and the Dodgers have both won since last big re-up, last 4th of July. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's dry. 
you know what I'm wondering. They spent them all, you know, while they're doing donuts down Figueroa. You know what I just realized that just came to me? This is breaking news. Oh, uh, no. I don't have it. Although, well, it's not really breaking news, because by the time it gets released, it'll all be over. But uh, today, I realized you're talking about winning championships. All right, so... Get the Tampa rings. Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup last year during COVID. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Lightning are about to win their second cup. Could win it tonight if they win. And the Rays barely lost the World Series. They barely win. They're kicking ass this year still. Yeah. But my point is, there. Th- so this could be a third championship in a year, essentially. Tonight, the day after 4th of July, in a very free state, Tampa Bay could be going off tonight. let's send all the mexicans to florida because there's gonna be some fireworks getting passed around over there yeah the game's at 5 p.m so you know uh we shall see yeah let's get this started hats off to those who deserve it gloves off to those who deserve it pats on the back pats on the fanny finger pointing and finger blasting welcome to the club i'm getting it started with another uh classic what's becoming a classic bit on the show is um uh the true tv show from 2006 world's dumbest criminals because yeah. we we like crime if you pull it off cool not if you hurt anybody but you know what i mean like i can dig an anti-hero um but we got another episode of world's dumbest here this is coming in hot so i <laughs> almost went into turkmenistan there she uh so this lady uh, her husband dies, right? Uh, the cops check her phone, and it is littered with the last things you want to see a cop find on your phone if your husband just died in suspicious circumstances. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to murder your husband, people, for crying out loud, have your first Google search be how to clear my browser history. What's a v- If you're going to murder your husband, pay the $8 a month for a VPN service. Yeah. So they think it's some guy out of Switzerland or something. Well, it's always with that with crime. It's like you never believe what brought him down or even like like on a fishing boat. What like completely halted operation will just be like a little washer, you know, yeah. just something, you know, and an eight dollar part for a three million. Yeah, it's just it's weird how life works. That way. So the lady apparently this is I love the kicker. They didn't like highlight this or anything, but I thought it was funny is they. <laughs> When they were like, all right, so you didn't kill your husband? She's like, absolutely not. And they're like, all right, but how about when you were – they had her location, too. She's like, how about when you were at that rugby game on Saturday <laughs> and you texted, um, how to commit murder, in quotes. Oh, how to? Which you might get away with because there's all this, like, you know, true crime. and I like, was going to say, yeah, like, you go with the – isn't there a show called How to Commit Murder or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a show with the title that close. How to Get Away with Murder. That's I, it. Yeah, something like that. The um, her other uh, included. Um, we're getting a little more specific here now. <laughs> Lethal dose of oxycodone, two hundred pound male. <laughs> so she she the first Google search was a success. They're like, hey, you know, knock him out on pills. You know? Hey, if you're gonna kill me, kill me with oxy. That's, That's pr- I, it's probably a good way to go. I'd rather die that way than you poison me and i just feel shitty for a month so uh, she she googles how to commit murder she gets some ideas now her she's getting more specific not only like in her methods but now it's like she's like <laughs> how to kill my husband and not let the police know just on like bing.com dude what an idiot um what else was uh, us 
Asemoprazine? Dude, did she even did she murder? go in incognito mode? No? That's what I'm saying. This bitch is clueless. Like, watch a yeah, YouTube video on how to cover you your tracks. Have seen the billboards for DuckDuckGo? When you're <laughs> committing murder, you use DuckDuckGo. Yeah. And you communicate via signal. Let's see. 99 undetectable poisons. Which, if she searched got... that, that means she, she saw an article that was la- named that and, like, wanted to remember it. Uh... Because 99 undetected, that's clearly just some clickbait shit. But she was like searching it later after she'd already seen it. Uh, how long after suicide is there a crime scene? Was another Google search. Uh, and can police see website you visit on your mobile? Um, oh, so the police saw her asking if she could, if the police could see it? That's the quote. Like they pulled up her search history and it's one of them was in quotes. Can police see websites you visit on your mobile? Yeah, we're looking at it right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, if they're holding your phone because you're a suspect in a murder investigation. That's great if when they cuffed her, they just went, we can see it, miss. We saw no, it. This we bitch saw is, it. They, I, I believe she's dumb enough that they could just go, you have handcuffs on, you're, you can't move your arms and there's no handcuffs on and she just believes it. Yeah. Um, Emperor's so, new clothes situation. <laughs> so apparently, how she decided to pull the trigger—not pull the trigger, but uh, you know—I don't know what another <laughs> phrase is for that. Because she didn't pull a trigger. Because this is a suicide story. I want to be specific. Her husband was found with a plastic bag over his head, strapped up to a helium canister. Uh, and there was also a dirty Nutra bullet found in the sink containing traces of a ram sedative. A ram an ant to sedate the animal, the horned beast. <laughs> yeah, to sedate. I'm because this is Australia, so I'm assuming because she said she said mobile already, and now the rams. It's like, oh, it's oh, in Australia. All right. Probably like a sheep farm, and you know, yeah. somewhere out in the bush. Makes sense. But bro, she's doesn't clear her search history. She doesn't even do the dishes she used to make poison. <laughs> yeah, you got. She just made him a smoothie with four with it says ram sedative. See if I was asapromazine. Uh, yeah, you need a neutral bullet to Mazepan. blend up the neutral bullet. You know to get rid of the evidence. Well, you just put a little water and then run it a couple more times. It cleans itself. If she would have just seen the show Breaking Bad, she would have way better ideas than what she's doing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, if she's just a, if she just has Netflix and comes across the bright, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I like Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, is that the guy? That is the guy. Uh, wow. He told the jury eight years earlier, Darcy had set the house on fire after feeding her parent, her partner, a concoction of pills. So, this is on the heels of she already clearly tried to kill her husband one time. She gave him a concoction of pills and set the house on fire. So they're like, even if the pills don't aren't good enough. Yeah, this is crazy world. But at least, it, but at least in that case, she like, oh, set the house on fire, get rid of all the evidence. She, well, if you set the house on fire, you don't have to do the dishes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, most of the time, those dishes do themselves. <laughs> they're too hot to eat off of. So three days before the house fire, Matthew Dunbar had also awoken to a hammer injuries to his temple, caused by Darcy, which police confirmed at the time were caused by a break in intruder. So, on a, first of all, it's a gloves off to this lady, but not because she's a murderer. It's because she's a dumb criminal. The husband, this is equally his fault. She hit him in the head with a hammer, and then she convinced him to tell the cops it was a home intruder. And then a couple days later, she gives him a bunch of pills 
and tries to. So also, she's a bad criminal because this is her like. These are the three attempts we know about. There's probably hundreds of like failed like, and then now she finally starts to do some googling, and that's what catches her up. Like Al Capone on taxes, man. Yeah. They had a real Looney Tune situation going on here. He was just constantly being the roadrunner in his own house, just dodging anvils. Yeah, and fucking... seriously. And this is a Looney Coos over at this house, man. <laughs> Fuck. Look at marbles at the top of the stairs. Yeah, like... somebody. He needs to throw out one of those giant holes, and she can just fall into it forever. Uh... <laughs> The the black hole uh, fucking like stickers you can just peel on the wall, dude. What I wonder what kind of mind game she's throwing some like Kathy Bates and Misery, but Australian yeah. version. Uh, she's putting all these like vicious spiders on. Oh man, that's which brutal. normally it's like a like at least like I've known dudes like this, and obviously their wives aren't co- trying to constantly kill them, but he almost they almost wish they were, but they, <laughs> like. They're killing their spirit. They're, you know. But they at least like get to go to work. But the ram tranquilizer, the access to ram sedatives, makes me think that oh, they're like on a ranch and you he's just trapped this on this girl. property with this lady. Yeah. Hits him in the head with a hammer, dude. Oh, that hurts so bad, dude. I, you know, how many times that would hurt so bad. I've hit my thumb and forefinger so many times with a hammer <laughs> in my life, and that fucking. <laughs> hurts dude a hammer is so hard right in that temple in that little divot you know where a oh, hammer head would fit perfectly fuck. that's why it creeps me out also how'd you mess that up yeah dummy how yeah you set the house on fire gave him multiple pills uh yeah just you can give yeah uh, whatever all right well that's about it she uh, she was in australia so i do want to mention uh her Google search is also included, like, hey, are there poisonous snakes in my area? Can I get deadly spiders from the pet store? <laughs> um, so that's, I, I like her spirit. You know what I mean? She's persistent. She's a go-getter. But I don't know. If you're if this is an eight-year journey that we know of, of her trying to constantly kill her husband, like, hit the gym, read a fucking book. You're lazy. Yeah, she had a lot of time to go down to... The local library, even if it is far back country, they do have libraries, I assume, somewhere, and you Google it there. Yeah, maybe a, an Aboriginal take a book, leave a book in front of the firehouse. Who knows? Yeah, also, go talk to, like, an old tribes person and be like, yo, what's poisonous out here? You're just, like, Googling it, dude? You yeah. have the world at your fingertips. Yeah, you're in Australia. You can't find a bag of spiders. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just lift up the toilet seat. There's probably a spider under there. Seriously. All right, what do you got? Got a hats off. Ooh. Hats off to you, sir. This one's all just positive vibes. This, uh, Hell yeah, brother. For lack of better terms, summer Spence update, man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. And let me tell you about my life. What do you got? Just, uh, I guess it's more just a hats off to just making like uh being nice to people and where shit comes back to you like uh way later and you don't expect it yeah um, karma yeah i don't even know if this is karma necessarily i don't think any of it's karma karma is actually really complicated and it's yeah it's just kind of like almost i don't well, i'll just explain it so uh dude years ago maybe 4 years ago 3 years something like that uh this like lady came into my bar and she seemed all fucked up and she had a hat on. she didn't actually seem that fucked up she looked good uh older lady probably 68 maybe 65 maybe i don't know 
total former MILF. Tight. She sits down. Former MILF. Oh, she would be oh she's aged out of the MILF kill. category. Yeah, just aged okay. out. But uh, so she takes off her hat and sits down to like half her head shaved and she has like a bunch of staples in her head. And oh. Super <laughs> scary looking. And yeah. she just looks at me nice. and goes, do you uh, offer a terminal brain tumor discount? And I just start hysterically laughing. Because <laughs> she drew attention to it right away. It was hilarious. And I was like, dude, I got free drinks for you pretty much, you know, as long as you ride it this yeah. out. She comes in, her daughter and her daughter's husband uh, get kind of chummy with them. They're coming in all the time. After all her treatment, she like coming into the bar and her daughter would look at me and be like, you know, like cut my mom off no more. And then when her daughter wasn't looking, I'd be like, fuck this. She's got a brain tumor. And I would just keep. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. What are you trying to what are you trying to stop here? Anyway, so this lady was badass, and she was talking about she always wanted to go to Burning Man and never went. So we had plans to go to Burning Man together, but (laughs) she ended up. Just getting too sick and dying. Okay. So they asked me if I would speak at her funeral. I actually think I talked about speaking on her funeral on this podcast because I was, like, super stoked because it was, like, a real crowd, and I probably felt like I've killed harder at a funeral than I ever have done doing actual stand-up, you (laughs) know, because it's way easier. Not because, you know, it's just way, way easier. These people are dying to laugh. But, um... Anyway, so after that, they were way into me. They're like, dude, uh, you're – and then they invite me out for the night at their house. They have a chill pad, and he's doing this whole, like, you're like family after you gave that speech. You're like family, blah, blah, blah. And then me being me, not on purpose, I test that family thing <laughs> immediately, and I don't want to, but we go to a Vandals concert together. Uh, they're like actual adults. You know, they're both – I think they're – Mid 40s, maybe 45 to 50 range, you know, like actual ball and business people. This is they, the kids? Huh? The, the kids? Uh, well, daughter and son in law. So okay. the mom's dead. Miss Fabulous is her name. Miss Fabulous has gone on to Fabulous Land. So I'm hanging out with them. They're telling me, you're like family. We love you, all this stuff. I wake up the next day after the concert. I've barfed. I don't normally drink what red wine. They're way into wine. I barfed red wine all over their fucking bed. <laughs> and they have a tit house. It's not like just some shitty guest room. You know, it's set up. It's legit. And they don't really care that much, but it seems like they do. I'm not sure. Anyway, they invite me to their house this weekend. Brand new house they built called the Pink Monkey. This is a shout out to the Pink Monkey. You can all stay there. You can hang there. Check it out on the gram. It's the shit. The Pink Monkey? The Pink Monkey. It's the rad people. It's a rad spot. Uh, they like des- they didn't build it because it's an old house. Designed it. But uh, anyway, so we're chilling there to christen it. We had a christening party this weekend for 4th of July. Somehow it got brought up that uh, Naomi wanted to do, like, more of, like, not necessarily a wedding, but, like, a party for us since we eloped. And they're like, dude, just do it here whenever the fuck you want. No problem. So we're going to get to have, like, a a wedding remix at the Pink Monkey. And all because I, like, poured this lady a bunch of booze and told her I'd go to Burning Man with her. You know? And it's just, fuck, life is weird that way. Your and life is weird. It was that like way. a nice, beautiful, full circle, <laughs> weird. Yeah, uh, my okay. Life is maybe life is. <laughs> my life's not weird this way at all. <laughs> You're constantly having these insane interactions with strangers. But then it goes too far because check this out. He's a hardcore surfer, been surfing his whole life, like 
shredded pipeline, you know, some real deal big wave surfing. Yeah, tight. And I tell him, I'm, never, I'm not that good at surfing, but I like surfing and I'm getting back into it. I've been doing it. He's like, dude, let's paddle out together. And this is where me being me goes too far. Let's he has paddle like, out. He has like 35 boards. He goes, I'll let you borrow a board. No problem. But then he goes, no, you got to ride the Miss Fabulous board, which is a surfboard that's like decked out, custom painted with beautiful artwork of like Miss Fabulous lounging on a beach. It's probably like an $800 surfboard. And it even has like her staples uh, put into the resin so her actual brain tumor staples are in the board and it's like can i please just ride a board <laughs> like i don't you know it's a great honor but i the, the stress of that and that you know and even his daughter her ashes just inlay i think they might be i don't know i was thinking but so it's just i just wait want... from from my notes is it mrs or miss fabulous miss fabulous okay miss. continue just for posterity sake yeah uh, uh, so badass lady, I love Miss Fabulous. She was a shit dude, super funny, uh, old school Texas lady. Uh, I pictured her in like a pink rhinestone cowboy hat. She was the perfect mix of like she lived in Dallas, Texas, uh, you know, like 50s, 60s, 70s, and then moved to Newport Beach at one point. I think so. It's like Dallas mixed with <laughs> Newport. This lady was fabulous, man. It sounds and, like uh, it. Yeah, she was. Was that a, that was that a uh, self? I think she was nickname? a Pan Am flight attendant. So that gives you. Oh, but that was a gig back in the fucking so, day. But that gives you like the look, blonde. That that so, was like they were like the Hooters girls of their era. Yeah, fabulous. Yeah, way cooler though. No, that's what I'm saying. But like you know, Hooters girls who get to travel, like in the '90s Hooters girls, where you're like, oh wow, there's this restaurant where the chicks are whores. But like that's what like flight attendants used to be. Is that it? Yeah. The, the whores of the sky. I didn't know. I knew they were the alcoholics of the sky because I think, like, pilots and flight attendants have, uh, like, I think every rehab has, like, a flight attendant program. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just no matter what. There's no, like, I don't even think, I don't even think they have that for bartenders. Um, what, a rehab program for bartenders? Or, like, like, I think every rehab has, like, a specific, like, we have, like, a tailor-made program specifically for flight attendants. Oh, yeah. Because there are so many of them. That's why, like, pilots are all drunks. Because it's like, well, Actually, as an adult, what, am I going to kill six hours at Burger King? This airport fucking sucks. Well, also, not just that, but it's like you get put up in, like, a Hilton Garden Inn yeah. in Cleveland by the airport. So you're like, all right. Am I really going to Uber into town? So you end up just getting trashed with the other flight attendants. Really, it's all city planners' faults for putting the airport so far. Like, if you put put the airport next to downtown, dude. Downtown's loud anyway. Downtown's loud anyway. Oh, you got to dodge a couple buildings. Like, put it in Filipino town. No one gives a shit. Learn how to fly. Just just kick everybody out of Filipino town and build an airport like you did to fucking Dodger Stadium. Man, loving that idea. Yeah, get them out of there. Let's get rid of Little Ethiopia. Let's put an airport there. Because <laughs> every neighborhood you don't like, there's 25 airports in L.A. Half. How about a chunk of K-Town? We'll leave the good parts of K-Town. Oh, yeah. K-Town might be a nice airport. You spot. can't even park a car. Can like, you imagine trying to find parking for a plane? No, nah, we're getting rid of it, though. But, you know, that's like, you know, a little right outside uh, downtown, you know. Yeah, conveniently located. But then also, if I don't, you know what I mean? What if I'm on the east side? Now we need an airport in Boyle Heights. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to think of the cities that 
are you're objectively shitty, but I like where I'm like, no, nah, we got to keep Carson. We got to keep Wilmington. Southgate's got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Southgate is a shithole, dude. Oh, I know. I know. But it's got a cool. Yeah, it's got a vibe. Training day. What I like about Southgate is, dude, the people from Southgate are terrifying. And they never get <laughs> shout outs. They're like, they never get shout Inglewood, Compton, Long yeah. Beach. They're getting all the fucking cred. Dude, Southgate people, one of the funniest gangster I ever knew in my life was from Southgate. Southgate's oh. the best because it's like, it's Dude. weird. Like, you get off on one side, you get off on the east side into coming to Southgate. It's um, like, kind of like yuppie ish. Like, they have like an Ono Hawaiian barbecue and shit. And, but then you go to like, a minute later, it's just, like, warehouses and, like, fucking, like, the old-timey L.A. railroad tracks and shit. Yeah, and an Ono Hawaiian barbecue isn't that nice either, you know? Oh, like, no, but I'm saying, like, that type of parking lot. Like, there's, like, a, a fucking Best Buy with a with a Chipotle in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's upscale. It's not like when you go down, even, like, the even the Starbucks downtown are fucking dog shit because it's downtown. L&L Hawaiian barbecue is kind of like a fat burger where, like, they... It's, it seems like it's classy. Yeah. You're like, no, this is ghetto. Shit. <laughs> you know, this is very... burgers are, yeah. All right. Um, so shout out Miss Fabulous, RIP. Yeah. Now she's shredding the gnar in Fabulous Heaven. Um, let's do this one. This is coming in hot, dude. Oh, wait. Something's going on. Must be a conspiracy. Conspiracy. So this one's coming in hot, dude. This guy in, um, I don't know fucking where he's from. Who cares? Anyway, so he he got a 23andMe account. They sent him the test kit. And what he did was over weeks secrete, got his, like, uh, the saliva from his pet lizard. (laughs) And... And so he's he's essentially milking the salivary gland of his fucking gecko, and then he sends the. Ge- it is a gecko. Um, I don't. It doesn't matter. It could be a bearded a dragon. Lizard. Is that a bearded dragon? Yeah, that's a bearded dragon. So he, my stepsister had a bearded dragon. So he, <laughs> um, so he sent it into twenty three and me, and after three months of waiting, he received results suggesting that his pet lizard. Once again, he just gave this thing like a fake name. I don't know what you have to do when you send in these like a fucking social security number and because they already got your DNA. Hold like, on, might as well. name it like um um. I'm thinking of like the last name would be Lazardo. Oh yeah. So yeah what no, would okay. the first name be like? Uh, <laughs> or his name could be like Gordon Gecko, or oh, man. Gordon Gecko um Dragon. Uh, Dragon, like Ed Dragon, like Beard Ed. You know, you could. I don't okay, know. Yeah. no, anyway, I, I said. Well, that's enough. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I don't know. I'll brainstorm it later. I'm It'll just... be in the Instagram description. The uh... <laughs> so after three months, he got his results, and it turns out his lizard. Um, he's the only one who knows is his lizard saliva. He gets the results for forty-eight percent West Asian and fifty-one percent Ashkenazi Jewish. So West Asian, I'm assuming, meaning like, I guess like Turkic and like Middle Eastern, Levant area, um, and then 51% Ashkenazi Jews. So they're basically saying this lizard, this lizard's from Israel. 
So is this like <laughs> revealing that some of these companies are just sending you bullshit? So that's what the, th- the that's what the news article was for. Is like this guy sent in lizard DNA, so this whole thing's bullshit. And like they're telling him, but I'm th- like, guys, look another layer deep. We might have cracked the code. Maybe these, maybe there are Jew lizards running the world. I didn't want to think. I don't. I didn't let my brain go there, but uh, you did. So <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, I'm just reading between the lines here. This guy sent in his lizard DNA. They're like, you got a Jewish lizard on your hands. So I'm wondering, what the, do the, do, if you're a Jewish guy and you send in your results, does it come back And to be lizard? fair, if, um, my, yeah, my, if not just Jews that are lizards, what's the, what's the other? Oh, what's you the could, 48% I'm sure, or whatever? The uh, West Asian, which basically the Middle East, Anatolia. All right, so that's. Yeah, I don't think they're referring to, you well, know. Let's man. If we could target the location and do a little research on of the West people a- that come from the specific country, I mean, we could do the gen. You know, I don't know. Yeah, well, also it's it it's it's like uh, deliberately vague, where it's like it's not going to tell you like, um, it because it's based on your like your genetics. So like people from England get German all the time because it's like that's basically what they are. It's like different mixes of just German peoples. For the most part, because um, everybody in the British Isles used to be like Pictish and Celtish, but the German tribes invaded, so people kept English people kept sending in their twenty three me, and it would come back German. And they're like, "Fuck you, no, it's not." It was like, "No, your your genetics are from yeah. that's where you share." But uh, we're all the same in the dark, people. Yeah, <laughs> we're all pink on the inside. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna keep doing some work because. This might be the smoking gun in the uh, the hunt for, and this is a conspiracy theory I didn't in, I didn't believe in until I saw this story, but now we we might be hot on the tail of the globalist elites. So, um, also this article mentions George Soros, the Rothschilds. Um, he's, he he does it like <laughs> like he's being like sneaky, but he clearly believes in the conspiracy. He's <laughs> he's like, and I just you know George Soros, the Rothschilds, you know. They they're of Ashkenazi Jewish origin too, so I'm just I'm just putting that out there. You guys can come up with your own conclusions. Like I think you have a conclusion you want me to come to. Um, so we'll figure it out. We'll get scientists on the case. They're all busy doing COVID stuff still, but that's calming down. I didn't wear a mask into Smart and Final the other day, so so uh, we're gonna get some some science man hours. We're gonna get them clocked in on this this job, figuring out you know. Let's crack the case. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Also, it could have just been an Israeli lizard. Who? Know, where? Where? What's the natural bearded? What did? What would it be? Bearded dragon uh, habitat. Probably from fucking. East. But then the habitat might just tell me like, oh, they like leaves and stuff. Yeah, probably East Asia. Yeah, oh, habitat. They... I was trying to sell me enclosures. Hell no, from... what's there? All right, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right, what do you got? Uh, hats off, major hats. Hats off. off to you, sir. Major hats off. Well, gloves off to. Uh, I think he's hats off. I think he's Colonel Hats off now. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Hats off, sure. <laughs> oh, uh, right. kind of gloves off to the police department of this particular town, but okay. I'm sick of parades. Parades kind of suck. I went to the Rose Parade once. That one's worth going to. Very cool. Very some parades are cool. No, but that you're literally talking about like a legendary parade, the Rose Parade. Yeah, it's like oh, I hate parades, but like Macy's Day was cool. You're like yeah, that's the parade. Oh yeah, okay. So 
I'm kind of proving my own point. Parades suck. <laughs> this lady in a small town, and based on the video, it was a small town. And I've been to a couple really small town small parades. Town. And those ones are good in the beginning because you feel very patriotic. And then you're just like, all right, let's go get a burger. Yeah. And so a lady hopped on a tractor, her own tractor, by the way. It's not like she stole the tractor. And she hopped onto the parade route. And they told her no. She did it anyway, which I think. What, are you going to stop her? She's on a fucking tractor. They tried. Three men. I love, like, because I would have tried, too. (laughs) But in the video, they look so fucking stupid because it's three cops. I think it's, like, two cops and some guy. A good Samaritan. Her husband. They're trying (laughs) to stop a tractor from going forward, and they fail. Uh, These are tractor people. You know, this has got to be a town where they're all familiar. It's not like some, like. L.A. cop who's never seen this. There wasn't like before. one good old boy who's like just yank out this hose and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, you should. Sure, but uh, they didn't get her. She wrote on, but it was just like it's just no. It's uh, entrepreneurial patriotism, and they shouldn't have arrested her. And that's silly. Why? Why isn't she allowed in the parade? Why? Because she didn't do a permit. She didn't submit. She didn't. It's a parade. It's for the public. Anybody in a parade. We used to do that. You just join the parade. You're like, hey, my friends are down here. I'm not walking through the crowd. Let's just dance for two blocks, and we'll meet up with our buddies. And she was having a rough time. She's in Arkansas. Oh, no, she's in Texas. If you see the mugshot, she was real haggard looking. 61. Uh, it's been a rough year. You shouldn't have arrested her. And She's just trying to get her funk on, dude. At least she's not like other people who own tractors who are out here hitting their husbands with hammers. Yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah, the Fourth of July parades are boring. They, the the only pe- the only thing I remember cool of a Fourth of July parade was the fat guy from Varsity Blues was, uh, the like the ma- parade master. You know they select one person, you the know? marshal, the marshal of the parade, or maybe well, he wasn't even the marshal. He was a featured celebrity in a in a Corvette, but uh, in a Corvette. That's the best about small town parades too. It's just like, all right, who's got a convertible? It's like not even cool cars. Yeah. It's like a, this was in a Hunting- Chrysler Sebring. Yeah, this was in Huntington Beach. So a they Toyota could least, Solara. They could at least pull a cool car, but I, I, uh, I figured out what his real name was, and I yelled whatever his name was. Billy I love Bob, you. Something. Whatever his real name was. Oh, okay. Like I think I had someone Google it or. And uh, I just yelled, I love you. And he got out of the car and came over and gave me a hug and was like saying hi to all our friends. And then he was trying to like go to a party with us, was like asking us where the parties are and stuff. And we're like, Dude, <laughs> we're not, no. No, we're good. Well, did he die yet? I think he got skinny and couldn't get any acting roles. Well, he only got two acting roles as a big old fat guy. And one of the acting roles was playing himself in the spoof of his first acting role. Oh, yeah. Huh? Not he played himself. In, yeah. <laughs> like, who should we get for this? Role? I was like, I think the real guy will do it. So uh, that's an example of cock blocking summer. And. Yeah, another... you ruined you ruined his summer of Spence that year. He just wanted to party with some kids and you were not hot about it. Yeah, all right, fine. Well, dude, I grown? saw I didn't uh read anything about it. It's pretty self-explanatory, but uh I don't know who was cockblocking who in the summer activity because a shark jumped out of the water and bit a parasailer. <laughs> so it's like the parasailer's doing awesome summer stuff, parasailing yeah. classic summer move. But then the shark eating a human, that's classic 
summer as well. So I think they were both in the right, and the shark just wins on this one. The guy didn't die, but I think he lost his leg. Well, I think I believe in like the great man theory. Like, like most people are uh, like fill roles. You know what I mean? Uh, and then if they're not there, the vacuum gets filled. It's the same as like power vacuums, like gangs and shit. It's like it's gonna exist. It's just who's there. So I think when you're talking about peak summer, this guy was peak summering, and that shark, you know, preparation met opportunity, and he was like, "No, this is, I'm the star of my movie." And he jumped out of the water and took a chunk out of this guy's ass because there can be only be one peak summer. There was like yeah. a, Alpha. a a battle for the vacuum of cool summer at that moment. Yeah, and it was in a place where I guess these – here, I hate these – this always freaks me out because it's in a part of the world where they rarely have sharks like this. It's like, oh, why are these sharks over here now? What's going on in yeah. our ocean that uh, <laughs> is driving them? But, uh, yeah, dude, brutal. Shark attacks are like that's. I mean, it's also it's one of those things where like I still I think about it every time I'm in the ocean. I've swam like near sharks, but it's like reef sharks. Like they're like they're not gonna bother you. But then um, I'm still when I go into the ocean, I'm like there could be fucking sharks out. Even though I know I've seen the numbers, I'm more likely to die via like vending machine or whatever they say. I'm just more um, like the last time I was at the beach, I was in Laguna like a week ago, and I was in the ocean, and I was like, oh dolphins, and then about. Two minutes later, I was like, more dolphins, awesome. And I realized it was the same dolphins just swimming back and forth for, uh, they eventually, they did about an hour and a half, which got me out of the ocean because I knew there was a bunch of good fish right there. Yeah. And they're just feeding because when you see dolphins swim by, if they're riding in waves, they're having fun. If they're swimming by, they're looking for fish. When they're just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that like, not, that got me out of the ocean, which most things don't. But I was like, all right, let's, uh, well, what do you think they're doing? Are they going to come at you? Are you th- no, it's where sharks are. All, sharks are also going to want these fish that the dolphins oh, are eating. Oh, no, that's a good And point. maybe the dolphins would bully the sharks out. You know, uh, I would think you're safest next to all the dolphins. No, well, the dolphins were past the break. I was in oh, okay. the middle of the waves. I was just thinking the sharks might have gotten because I saw Flipper and Flipper beat up a shark, so it might have yeah. bullied the sharks uh-huh. towards me. Yeah, that's science. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, uh, is it my turn? Ocean again? safety, everybody. Vital part of summer. Fear and respect the ocean. Yeah, it's your turn. A healthy amount of fear, they say. Um, I'm going to do a... <sighs> this is a, uh, a gloves off. So this guy in Milwaukee um, is facing a homicide charge, accused of fatally punching his own five-year-old son to death. Uh, just gave him a fucking Kamehameha to the head. Because oh, I know this. Oh. The little boy ate his Father's Day cake. So this guy, he's with his five siblings. I think it says both between this guy and his girlfriend. And uh, it was Father's Day, so he came to visit his kids, which already red flag. Um, and they got him a Father's Day cake. Um, and they said they went into the backyard to, quote, chill. And then they started playing... Um, uh, he went inside because uh, he went to check on the uh, the five-year-old and his siblings who were at the time playing Nerf basketball upstairs. Nerf basketball in your cousin's room? You know what I mean? This wow. kid's living life. A five-year-old playing Nerf basketball? Um, and then he said uh, he was somersaulting down the stairwell and having a good time. This is a kid who got killed? Well, let me get to it. So... Short time later, the complaint said the child wasn't feeling well and he vomited. 
the complaint said when he came home. They were outside to hang out with family. At some point, Stackhouse went back inside and found the three oldest children, including the victim, eating his Father's Day cake. <laughs> said he was angry but denied assaulting the children. According to the complaint, Stackhouse said the girlfriend eventually fell asleep on the couch and he went out with friends. Uh, when he returned, the girlfriend said something was wrong with the five-year-old. She called 911. Uh, the five-year-old's older brother denied that his brother ever fell down the stairs. So this guy was, this guy was setting the stage early. Because as soon as the cop showed up, he was like, nah, I don't know. I went in, and he was doing like somersaults down the stairs, meaning like, I beat the shit out of this kid. His body's going to be covered in bruises. <laughs> so f- f- what a maniacal asshole. Um, so basically, the guy went inside, saw the, his three oldest kids are eating his Father's Day cake, and he just started wailing on them. And his excuse, when he finally broke down and admitted, he said, I had only had one piece. I was upset that the others were eating it. Can you imagine? This whole time, I'm also thinking, like, oh, like, the kids got into the cake early. You know, something like that. But it turns out, no, he already had the cake. The night was wrapped up. He went out with friends, came back. The kids were eating his cake, and he beat his son to death. Yeah, that's one of those, like... um... Dude, you, you've seen people do that where they'll just, like, beat another man, not necessarily a child. Like, basically beat him in, beat a human into the hospital, and they'll be like, dude, you cut me off. Yeah. Where it's like, you are correct. That was a dick move to cut you off yeah. in traffic like that. However. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it's, uh, what's it called? In, like, politics, it's like a um, like reasonable response or whatever. They, It's like, no, they bombed. Like a train station, we're going to get them back. We can't nuke them, though. So it's like what we have to do is like blow up a couple factories in their country or whatever. You know what I mean? Proportional response. Yeah. But this guy was like, you're eating my cake? Time to drop a bomb on Japan. You know what I have out, too? Uh, yeah, it's fucking insane, dude. It reminded me of when I was in high school, this guy uh, in Bakersfield. It was in the news. He was playing catch with his like five-year-old, eight-year-old son, something like that. And he was on PCP. Which I was like, oh, that seems kind of fun, like playing catch on PCP. And then it turns out he, he started just screaming and then tore his son's eyes out. I was like, ah, oh, PCP doesn't sound that fun after all. <laughs> just getting dusted playing catch. And then go from, can you imagine playing catch with your son and then that pivot of emotions to I need to tear his eyes out. Uh, but anyway, this animal is going away for a long time, hopefully. I don't know. Also, who knows? Maybe he was in a riot last year and he'll get out on some fucking technicality. Um, but I just want to bring that horrific gloves off of evil. You know, he's not as bad as, remember that dentist who was doing, uh, what was he doing? The hoverboard teeth no. removing dentist? <laughs> no, the other guy who was uh, just straight up raping people. Uh, I forget the... Uh, oh, yeah, the dentist in Seinfeld. I yeah. brought I brought it up and I can't even, I don't even remember it. On my own show... What do you got? I got a hard gloves off. Oh, here we go. I was going to do this gloves off about how the zoo in Oakland is like vaccinating like ferrets and uh, all these different animals because uh, it seems like a waste of money. But at the very least, they're trying to encourage summer. But I was going to do that one gloves off. But then this one just popped into my feed. Kite surfer in, all so- in South Australia charged with molesting whale and her calf that is 
anti-summer if you ask me because yeah. i really love nature's gentle giant um but what what was it molesting molesting well in her calf after beachgoers saw a kite surfer repeatedly fly in close to the mammals they were called to the beach at 10 in the morning several ports all right but tr- photographs uh, i didn't read the article because i just saw 32 year old man charged with two counts of molestation of a protected animal and failing to keep a prescribed distance he has been bailed and has to appear in oh he court. was harassing the animals I thought he was in the ocean just I was like just landing his board out in the in the waters to jerk off a whale. And All right, bad headline. Battle. Gloves off to you, you stupid article. Okay, so we kite surfed too close to a yeah. whale. He like molested their okay, airspace or whatever. Not chill, but that's still very summary. Uh gloves off to you, Zoo. Why you meerkats? I mean, maybe a chimpanzee cuz they're close to us and they've had I think breakouts in the gorilla kingdom, but fuck, dude. Yeah, also Animals cannot consent to vaccines. That is also molesting in my book. Well, and the fact that we're raising money and developing a special meerkat version of uh, just well, this is Oakland. Remember the it's Oakland, the city exactly. that was terrorized by an evil turkey last year. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's Oakland. These these animals are out of control. But uh, yeah, so back got gloves off to you article, and yeah, this parasailer fucked up. But come on, it's Australia. It's a wild place. You're gonna you're gonna parasail. Dude, I assume most of my time in Australia is going to be me, like, parasailing and trying to get away from whales because there's so many in the ocean, you know? Like, I'm trying really hard not to get close to them, but... Yeah, but I think molesting is... there's You know, obviously there needs to be a reworking of the wording of whatever he's charged with. Yeah, it's like, I I know a cigarette, you, you know, can be called a fag, but I don't call them that. Well, I know, like, if you're a detective and you're looking at, like, a crime scene, you're like, oh, and it, it all happened here because the surroundings are unmolested. You're like, say undisturbed. Like, you know, the, use synonyms. Molested is, I think that word is for one thing only. <laughs> yeah. And it's not getting too close to a whale. Yeah, I know that. What the swastika used to represent, you know. But I also know what it represents now, and one's going to win, one's not. Yeah. Uh, One's the symbol of harmony or peace. Which one? Once was. (laughs) Yeah. Which one's going to win? The Hugo Boss one. The Uh, one embossed on a Hugo Boss. uh, You know, the one being carried by an eagle. Um, I'm out of shit. That's That's it it. too. I'm done. All right, that's a wrap, folks. Make sure you're, uh, you go follow us at HogoPod. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Also, the uh, super producer at Beam Jeremy. Uh, but HogoPod, at HogoPod. That's uh, comments, corrections, suggestions. Give us a follow. I'm still, I got the offer out. You, you refer the podcast to one person. I will Venmo you a dollar, you poor bitches. Um, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. And, uh, We'll see you next week. Bye.